Hey there, friends. Welcome to our channel, Toxic Trait. My name is Emily. And my name is Callie. And together we discuss all things singleness. Annoying comments from strangers. And how to be happy and fulfilled with our life, even when others think we shouldn't be. So buckle up, TT fam, and enjoy the episode. Friday. Happy Friday. Best day of the week. Unless you work weekends, then I don't, I mean, I don't even oh. know. Yeah. <laughs> so, Those maybe the days. they really were. Yeah, you work weekends, right? Hello? I used to. Hello? Oh. Hello? Are we still there? <laughs> um, I've worked a lot of jobs in my lifetime, so <laughs> I've definitely worked a weekend throughout <laughs> yeah I've been like I feel like back and forth as far as I remember a season where I'm like I'm so excited to have weekends off and then I remember a season where I was like oh I totally miss having like a, a midweek day off yeah where everybody you know I say this it's changed so much now but like everybody else yeah. is working so I can get all of my stuff done exactly the, you know so but it's just everybody works all the time now so I don't even know what to tell you yeah, exactly. There's just no days off <laughs> anymore. Um, but this is not a work podcast. So. This is true. Like, <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> Good talk. Good talk. What, what used to be my friend? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, would you still be my friend if I talked like that? No. Okay. I mean, uh, sorry, I answered that so fast. Uh, no. <laughs> sorry, let me think about it. No. Uh, yeah. Now that I've right. really put some time into it. All right, what's the what's the topic of choice? Em? Oh, okay. So I say this is a hot topic. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It actually is or not. But do you think that the one <laughs> like what are your thoughts on that? The one. Like when you're a little girl and you think about the day that you will meet uh, the one and yes. mm-hmm. it, and then all exactly. of your cares will go away and yes. life will just magically be perfect. That one? Yes. Yes. Mm, that's good. Um, okay. So <laughs> growing, growing up in the Let's church. Let's break it down. I was raised in the church, right? So I was always told about the one. Like mm-hmm. there is, there's a guy out there. He is your better half. He will encourage you in all of the things that you need. I don't know about the better half, but a half. The, half. <laughs> the other 50% of you. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think so. I think that I believed in it for so long. And I do think that it's the, the you know, and I don't want to, I keep saying the church. I was raised in the church. So that's, that's where I learned. Right. But right. Yep. I remember thinking like, is he the one, is he the guy yeah. until until, until. I was told one time when I was in my 20s that there is a, like, a good for you, there is a better for you, and then there is a best for you. Mm. And I started kind of thinking about that in my mind, and I was like, you know, I do think that there are so many people, because this is what I'll say. I'll go backwards. I'll, I'll flip around to the other side. So take this journey with me. Oh, I'm <laughs> I know. <excited. laughs> um, 
if there was the one, okay, so let's mm-hmm. just say there is, I can make one decision in my life, right? Yeah. I, I can decide I'm on my way to the grocery store and that's the big moment that I'm supposed to meet the one in my life. Right. And, mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to go here first. So does that mean that I'm going to miss out on my opportunity to meet that one man that I was supposed to be with because of a tiny decision that I made during my day? Right. That's really what got me down the road. If you know what? I don't think that, I don't think that God would do that. I don't think that the Lord would, can can you imagine like Mm. he's talking to him and he's talking to you and he's like, okay, this is the moment they're going to meet. And, oh, they didn't obey again. So bummer, they're not going to meet him today. Right? Like I just... I just can't believe that that's how it works. So yep. those are, so instead of saying, do I believe in the one? I do believe that there are many guys out there. And for guys, I think there are many women out there that you can be compatible with, that you can work well with. But I don't think that it is the one. Because again, we talked about this in the last podcast, right? That's like saying there's one job for you in the in the right. in and if you miss out on that one job, there goes your financial blessing. There goes your, it's just, I don't feel like it's a trick. I don't feel like it works like that. Yeah. What That's about you? Good. Tell me. All right. Tell me. Um, for sure, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. I Absolutely that. not. The one is a fairy tale that we believed and it's false, in my opinion. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I didn't really grow up in the church, but, I, like, I got saved when I was 18, or 17, almost 18, and even still, when I was a part of, like, youth ministry and stuff like that back then, I still felt like it was kind of talked about, and it almost scared me. <laughs> I don't know if you ever felt that way, but it scared me. It was like, there's the one like you know save yourself for the one wait for the one and I'm like wait oh my gosh that's a lot of pressure you know what I mean right I don't know if you ever felt that way but I was scared I was like oh my gosh what if I miss it like what if Mm. just like what you're saying right it's like okay you know how do I know if it's the one how I don't know there was just there was almost fear I don't know I felt like there was fear um but, but yeah, I, I believe for a long time that there was the one, because even before church and whatnot, I, um, watched a lot of movies, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I, um, watched a lot of TV and they don't necessarily say that there's the one, but their messaging is very much like there's the one (laughs) you know what I mean without it's like nonverbal but you these like moments right because in these movies and all of that there's moments where this perfect thing happens and they happen to be perfect for each other and any other person that they were with like there was just no chemistry there or they were there out of obligation and here comes prince charming and he's the perfect one for her and just all of this stuff that 
I think, kind of puts in your brain of like, oh, wow, I can't wait to meet the one. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I would say for sure, no, I don't believe in the one. Um, I think that the one you choose is the one. Yep. Becomes you know the- what I mean? Yes. Yeah. But like you said, there can be many, many choices, um, many people out there that are really good for you, that are compatible with you. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yep. What was like the first moment that you realized the one might not be real? Do you remember? Um, I think... I mean, a specific moment. I think it goes back to what you just said when you were talking about it. Like, did I miss it? Because I think about, for example, you, you know, it, it, there's a lot of people that find church later. They find community. They find God. Like, they find all of that later in their life. So does that right. mean, you know, your husband that was supposed to be yours, who who was raised in church and was supposed to meet you at 14, like, because of your decision, he missed out on finding you, you know what I mean? And so I think, um, I think with that, like, I think that's when I started really asking the Lord, like, is this, is this how it's supposed to be? Um, And I think the pressure of, like you said, the pressure of my decisions became based on, you know, not, not like we live our whole lives to find the one, right. But like, I, I started putting so much pressure on, you know, well, what, job am I supposed to I I do remember uh in my college age so maybe like I was 24 25 and I remember I got a I don't know I don't know why God does this to me you know but (laughs) I would I would would apply for multiple jobs Mm -hmm. and I I swear to you every single job opportunity I get there there would be like two other choices and so Mm -hmm. I remember I remember thinking and I remember asking my friend one time like okay I have this job here and then I have this job here and I remember putting so much pressure on which one do I choose and I do specifically remember thinking what if my husband is at one of them and I choose mm-hmm. the wrong one yeah and I remember her saying like what <laughs> you know what I mean like, I, like in, instead of you know you can look at you can look at choices in front of you yep. and say like which one do I choose and what if I make the wrong decision or you could look at it from a perspective of what if God's giving me an option and he says either one? Right. And I think that that really was when I realized that, you know, maybe there are more options out there and, you know, yes, I could take this job and I could meet somebody and start dating him and he's great. Or I could, I could take this job and I could yeah. meet somebody and I could start dating him and he's great. Like right. I just, you know, again, maybe the Lord is like, you know what, there are, are multiple seasons in the world in in your lifetime right Mm -hmm. you have Mm -hmm. hard seasons you have great seasons you have moody sweet seasons right (laughs) um there are seasons all throughout your life and i think that to try to match that other person's season with your specific season (laughs) so that you match at the same time it just doesn't it just doesn't work like that so yeah I think really when it came down to the jobs, I'm a visual if you haven't picked up on that. And I, I'm like from above, like I feel like sometimes you float above a, a decision and you're like, I can't choose the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that was the time when God said, what if, what if it's not, 
you know, uh, the decision you make is wrong. What if it's that you have multiple options to choose from? Um, Because I'm a God of blessing and I'm going to give you, I'm going to bless either path. So, yeah, that's really good. I remember having a conversation with a friend, like, I don't even know, gosh, this was years ago, probably five years ago. And um, like she had a really crazy story because she had a kid um, you know, her husband had actually um, committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she was just, she's awesome. I, I mean, my goodness. Anyway, but we had that conversation mm-hmm. of like, you know, God trusts us kind of in our choices sometimes, yeah. you know, like, um, yeah, it's not, I don't know, or we could choose someone, right? But they could not choose us. Right. And then it's just not a a thing and we need to kind of move on from that, right? And that was really a weird concept for me at that time because I was just, I was, wow, you know? Right. So, you know, we could choose someone, but they could not choose us and then they wouldn't be that one, right? Because- they don't choose us and that was a weird concept I was like oh okay that's crazy (laughs) um you know I actually very much remember the moment that I realized there was not the one and um yeah basically how I came to realize this was I was a part of like a big church in Portland and I did junior high ministry there And there was a leader retreat that we went on. And this was years ago. I mean, it was probably 11 years ago. And um, so we were on this leader retreat. And our youth pastors at the time, Dylan Kirsten Jones, they were like people I looked up to. I still look up to them, you know, like so much. (laughs) They're awesome, you know. And um, I remember being at this leader retreat. And somehow that got brought up. I have no idea even how it got brought up, but I remember Kirsten and Dylan being like, there's no such thing as the one that's crazy. And I was like, what? (laughs) You pastors are saying this to me and totally shattering my entire world right now because every every Disney dream out the door at that point. My whole concept of reality of needing a guy was based on this idea of the one. And she literally looked at me and she was like, what if he died? Like, would you never get married? (laughs) I was like, like, I don't know. I just, the whole concept to me was like, what do you mean? It's yeah. not real, you know? And I remember it's just like, and I think just me looking up to them so much and also them being youth pastors because youth pastors, I felt right. at least back then, um, they were very much like pressuring you to make sure that you find the one. And I think, you know, being a youth pastor myself, like, <laughs> you know, we try so hard, I think, to be like, don't date in high school. It's stupid. <laughs> you yeah, know, don't right. do it. It's not worth it. You know, um, you're going to like enter into like temptation that you don't need to even have in front of you. You know what I mean? Right. And so we're almost so focused on that of like pushing them away from even 
thinking about dating and trying to get them to realize that, you know, don't date until you're ready for marriage. And that's not until you're later on. Okay. You're older, you're wiser. Okay. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of the times pastors kind of bring in this idea of the one because of that. It's like, you know, wait until you meet the right guy. Wait until you meet the one that's gonna, you know, right lead you spiritually and that's going to respect you and yeah you know what I mean which are all great things you know but I almost think sometimes it puts like that fear like I said into this decision you know what I mean right and I had an interesting quick conversation with a friend the other day who was talking about her son and Mm. he has put you know he's 19 he's put um a, a, a lot of good intentions in I'm not going to date a girl like if I'm watching her date multiple different guys right in high school and break up and date and break up and like he's like uh, clearly she's not interested in you know and I think that depending on what season of life you're in but also you can be 19 and zero ready for a relationship or you can be 19 and ready for a relationship it really just depends on the person and how how they were raised and the mature statutes and right. statutes and all that. With that said, I yeah. thought it was interesting because she said he has put so much pressure on, I won't touch a relationship until they're ready for marriage that he won't even go on a date. And she mm-hmm. was like, how old I think, uh, 19. Okay. And so I found that interesting. And I said, you know what? That is an interesting concept because you do want to encourage these kids to wait and make sure that you're ready and make sure that you're or that the other person's ready for a relationship. Like, don't invest into something that's going to come back. But I also thought at the same time when she said that, you also don't want to encourage them to never go on a date. Because how are you going to meet somebody? Right. How are you yeah. going to figure out if that person is compatible or compatible or if you're even interested in them, if you're so scared to go on a date with somebody because you're not sure from the outward that they're even ready. And is that interesting? So I was like, well, that's crazy because you do. And I think me, when I was uh, growing up in youth ministry and all that, the youth pastors, and even when I was a a youth leader for so many years, I remember kind of having that fear of like, nope, I'm not going, I'm not going on a date. There's no way. Mm -hmm. Unless I see him in church 17 days out of the week, like I am uninterested. And so, but it's like, or (laughs) should you go on a date with somebody? Because going on a date is not as scary, I think, as a lot of people will say. So sometimes you can be so overprotective of your heart and your mind of like, I'm waiting for the one. And and it's kind of, we joked about it in the last episode, but like, so you're sitting right. in your house waiting for the one to come knock on the quote unquote, the one you're waiting, <laughs> right. you're waiting for somebody to come show up what at your house, because you don't, you don't want to go on a date because you're too scared to go on a date. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I just was like, oh, like, that's so interesting. We have yeah. to stop putting such a protection or uh, fear around yep. make sure that you don't fall you know and I think that goes along yep. with the one too is people do believe in the one or they mm-hmm. do believe in the top five right that I could probably mm-hmm. end up with. Yeah. but they are so scared to make the wrong decision that they won't even ask the girl on the date or yep. vice versa the girl's like nope not interested and yep. 
but you, you have to get out there. Like you have to, totally. you have to put your heart out there and, um, and try it out. And if you find mm-hmm. out that they're not compatible, great, move along. But yeah. Um, so I, anyways, with that all said, I'm like, you know, kind of flip and flip flop to the other side of don't be so scared that you're um, not willing to try it out. Right. And I think too, like, I don't want to go too deep in like the dating because we're going to talk about dating in the next right. episode. And I have so much to say on it. <laughs> So I don't want a tangent right now, right. but I will say along those kind of lines is we also need to be people that are okay with others going on dates and seeing how people are, if that makes sense. Like I remember being, you know, 18, 19, whatever in my first youth group and granted the like toxic there was some definite toxic culture of gossip and uh, you know clickiness so that take that you know into account but I remember liking someone and we were talking and not necessarily going on dates but we were definitely talking and hanging out and he was like a big deal kind of in the church and in the youth group like he was you know kind of a big deal and I was kind of a baby Christian you know what I mean I was newly saved and oh my gosh people were horrible to me like people were judgy and weird to me and I was like thinking I'm out of high school you know I feel like this is the time to get to know people and and they were so concerned with knowing oh well I know that you guys aren't a good fit and so hmm. they were judgy of us you know what I mean like not right. like let people figure that out is yes. kind of my point right it's just like yeah. whatever who cares like you could have a friend and I've had friends before where I'm like oh this is not going to be a good relationship or you right. know like I've been judging myself but at the same time it's just like who like let them figure it out let them go through the ups and downs and you know like I've definitely had relationships before where I come out of it and I'm like oh yeah that was a train wreck or that was not (laughs) a great situation but no one could have told me that yeah because you're just so blind to it as well and so I definitely think that just go like keeping with our topic of the one it's like you know what the one is who we choose that's what I believe at the end of the day marriage and if you choose to be in covenant with someone then you better freaking make that person the one you know what I mean I don't care if you guys argue or fight or if there's not honesty or trust or whatever your issues are and I know that you know married people might be like whatever you don't know what you're talking about but but I've heard married people preach this you know what I mean it's like if you want to enter in a covenant with someone whether they're the one or the best one for you like you're making them the one by choosing to be in covenant with them and that's what I truly believe you know what I mean yeah and I think you know according to 
that topic as well is, you know, I, I, I love to show friends and <laughs> the other day, yes. the other day I watched an episode where, you know, Phoebe was saying, oh my gosh, I found, I found so-and-so soulmate. Like they are so alike in their, you know, they, they think mm-hmm. the same, they have mm-hmm. all of these things in common and either that's their soulmate. And it's like, yeah. You know, and I think that that's probably maybe the 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 worldly version to say, you know, the one, but right, <laughs> right, right, like, right, like soulmate, one, and, and yeah. not not to mention like what is that supposed is that who you're supposed to be going after is somebody that is just like you, like you know, we always hear growing up that opposites attract, and and in a good in the good seasons, one will you know, be the strength of the relationship. And in the bad seasons, the, you know, the other one will be the strength of the relationship. And so it's like, uh, it's just, it's just so, there's so many things that we can talk about and dive into when it comes to believing that there's just really one person out there. Mm -hmm. Like, are you supposed to be looking for that specific one that you have so much in common? I know with my friendships, I have multiple different friendships and I'm like, you know, we, you and we were joking about vacation that you and I and a couple friends went on last last year, and yeah. we were we were talking about. <laughs> I mean, we might as well tell the story. Um, yeah. We 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 went to McCall, Idaho, for a friend's birthday weekend, and they had said that there was a hot tub, and so we were we were like, oh, we're so excited for the hot tub. It's going to be awesome. Well, we, nobody told us, and it wasn't in the description of the Airbnb, that the hot tub was closed down for the winter time. So yep. it, what time was it? Like 10 o'clock at night, we're in our swimsuits and towels, driving down in six feet of snow, looking, <laughs> looking for this hot tub. And we, we joked about it because mm-hmm. all of us reacted to the situation differently. You know, yeah. like, I was like, we're going to find this hot tub. And one yeah. of our friends was sitting in the car like, I'm not leaving my car until you tell me there's a hot tub. And th- the other <laughs> one was like, I, you know, I'm so cold. This is so stupid. Let's give up. Right. Like, it's just yeah. you have a group of people and everybody reacts differently to a specific situation. Some get right. angry, some get some get sad, some get anxiety, and some get excited. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? And, um, <laughs> you know, and so with that said, like you you build each other up and you you grow together and if i am going to marry somebody that thinks like me has the same ups and downs as me i don't want that like you know what i mean i want somebody that's going to challenge me and bring in yeah. a different perspective and those are things that that you're looking for in a relationship and so i do you know i would i would venture on to say what those of you who do believe in the one or a soulmate what does that look like? Because I don't know if we even have a, a definition of what a soulmate mm. is supposed to be yep. and what you're supposed to be looking for. Because there's a pressure in that as well of like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? You yes. can be And uh, so, yeah, very, oh, very yeah. interesting topic for sure. Yes, totally. And I do believe as well that God knows what's best for us and we do not know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We right. Can guess all we want, but I can't tell you how many times something in my life has happened and I'm like, wow, I did not see that coming, but this is the best outcome for me. Yes. yes. And that's totally God knowing us way better than we know ourselves. Right. Or and... I Go ahead. Oh, I was, <laughs> was going to say, or I wouldn't have known this for myself. 
you know, mm-hmm. because our, you know, our married friends uh, that have kids, for example, like, you know, my best friend is, is married, has been married now for 20 years. They just hit their 20 year anniversary and they have four kids and yeah, good for them. Whoop. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, like if they had not have chosen each other so long ago, right. Mm-hmm. Then, then there, these kids wouldn't exist. And, you know, and, and I even think about that, like uh, the hard times that they've had over the years, I'm like, just imagine if you hadn't have chosen him, that you wouldn't right. have this amazing daughter and you wouldn't, this son wouldn't exist. Like, it's just, it's so interesting because maybe 20 years later, and I'd say this for a lot of relationships that like, man, if, if, uh, what if we hadn't have chosen each other or you and I could have gone so many different routes or like, you know, what if we had chosen somebody else in the meantime? Mm-hmm. And it's like thinking about like, yes, maybe there's hard times in that relationship but look what came of it like the these two would you know and so I think it's like the Lord knows that they needed yeah. to be together at you know 17 yes. 18 years old because we needed this you know this 19 year old Judah in the world and right he needed, he needed to be here and so it's just yeah. at, at the end of the day it's like God sees the full picture right. and uh and we just have to trust that yeah And I think that we will never have all the answers to all of these things. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I think about it all the time. Like my last like serious relationship, we, it was not going to work out. You know what I mean? Like, but we had talked about marriage. We had talked about being together forever. And after it was over, that's when I realized that it would have been not a good decision to get married because we would have fought because we were so different. We didn't have good conflict resolution. I mean, there were things that really stood out in that relationship that now I can look back and be like, he wasn't a bad guy, but we just weren't compatible in so many ways. Right. Like we had ministry maybe in common, but that was it, you know? And yeah. And I think all the time, like I could have chosen to be with him. It wouldn't have been my best though. You know what I mean? And that's, I think where it kind of goes back to your idea of, okay, there's good, better best or whatever you said and that's where I believe that kind of works out because you know you can choose whoever you want to choose but at the end of the day is there someone that maybe is more compatible with you like are you um you know choosing someone just because you want to be married like are you rushing into something without thinking it through I mean there's just so many different things that we need to think about and I do believe that marriage is a very serious thing to think about um I don't think it's something to rush into and after that relationship I remember uh working randomly with this um co-worker and she was like it is better to be single than with the wrong person and I was like wow that brought me so much peace because even though I could have chosen him. And if I had chosen him, then yes, he would have been the one for me that I chose. Um, But at the same time, was he the right one for me to be with? Like, was he that best option? You know? And I think that, you know, there's, there could be people that are listening or will listen at some point. That's like, yeah, 
you know, they, they understand they chose, maybe chose the wrong or, and I don't even want to say chose the wrong. What if like, like your, to your point earlier, what if they, the, the other half, (laughs) right. Yeah. Wrong in the midst. Cause I think about marriages where, you know, the wife or the husband cheats on the spouse. And I think like that, that's, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. It when you chose each other, it might have been right, but somebody right. along the line made the wrong decision, which mm-hmm. affects the opposite person, right? So yeah. it's like you you might, you know, and I and you know, we always talk about this. You you choose somebody, say you're in college, say you're in Bible college. I went to yeah. Bible college for a year, and you choose somebody based on their current decisions. Okay, so Mm. this person says, I'm going to be a youth pastor, I'm going to be a pastor, or I'm going to be a worship leader. And you feel like, which is, which is what I've learned over the years, you feel like it is a, a solid investment. (laughs) I guess I am, I am investing into this relationship. He chose, or she has chosen the Lord. They have Mm -hmm. chosen to go to Bible college, which is crazy in our world right now. You don't see a lot of that. They clearly, uh, you know, have, have given their lives over to him and I'm a hundred percent secure. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like I remember being in college yeah. that year and being like, Oh, all of these people are good investments. Like they're going right? you know mean? like, they're not, they're yeah. not gonna be drinking and getting drunk on the weekends. They're not going to be the ones to commit suicide. Like we are good. We're in a solid, right. But yeah. like, that's terrible. No, it takes but, one yeah. decision. It takes it one really decision does. for somebody to decide. I mean, there's so many people at that Bible college that I am friends with right now, you yeah. know, via Facebook, social media, and the majority of them are divorced. I mean, we're yes. talking over half the amount of people that made their solid investment in Bible college are now right. separated and or divorced with kids or whatnot, which again, it doesn't make them bad people. It just means that you can't be sure of everything. You can't, right. at, when you you're 22 years old, yeah, you can't. And you can't say like, they're always going to choose the Lord and they're always going to choose right. Um, no, they very much might be the ones that end up committing suicide within the marriage, right? We, we've heard right. of those, those pastors yeah in the past five years that have taken their own lives. Like those women at some point probably said, it can't get better than this. I'm choosing a man that is wanting to be a pastor of a church. Like we're good. We're solid. We're, we're golden. And you know, I, I don't, I don't actually know my point of all that. I guess I'm just basically saying is like, you know, at the very beginning of our conversation, like I, you know, you have to make sure you choose the right one. Well, Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you predict what that person is going to do and the choices that they're going to make and make sure they're always going to be fighting for your relationship. Um, So it's just, it's scary. And I, and I think that that's where it is, is, uh, you know, your, your coworker that said it's so much better to be single than, than to be with the wrong person. And I think in that sense, she's saying like, be, be really careful who you choose to give your life to at that point because you really might find yourself in a position where you're like you are maybe questioning did I make the right choice Mm -hmm. but you did make the right choice because the Lord still comes into those relationships Mm -hmm. with he still blesses them he still helps you He, he helps your spouse it's when we choose when we choose to stop listening and we choose to stop fighting and we choose you know what I mean 
uh, to yeah. step outside of the relationship to figure out how uh, to fix our internal issues. I have no idea why I went down this road. <laughs> I, I like it though. But I you like know what it. I mean? Like I think yep. it's, I, it's serious. It's a serious thing. And rushing yep. into a relationship is, is the scariest thing. That, it's way more scarier yeah. than waiting and being single. Like way yep. more scarier. Exactly. Yep. I completely agree. And um, I think that we can honestly say that no, we don't believe that there is a one person that is right for anyone. I think that there can be many people that are compatible. And um, I think we can both agree that the one is who you choose. And, you know, if you don't be afraid, I think also I want to just say because I know that fear really drove me a lot where I said no to a lot of really good guys because I was afraid or maybe too picky in some ways, which I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I definitely don't want anybody to be fearful when choosing a guy or a girl, but at the same time, taking it very seriously and really praying about it and really, Um, making sure that you're on the same page with that person and and you know just also finding peace like you said finding peace with you don't know the future you don't know what you're going to be doing 10 years from now you don't know what they're going to be like 10 years from now but I think as long as at the heart you both are wanting to grow together and um, yeah that's kind of the most important thing so with that being said We do want to know what you guys think. Um, Do you believe in the one? Do you think that the one is a real thing? Have you experienced youth groups where (laughs) they preach about the one and um, really, you know, is there toxic kind of mindsets that were implanted in you guys with the whole, the one, right? Because I think we could do a whole podcast on, on that kind of toxic mindset idea but anyway so we want to hear from you guys we want to know what your thoughts are um and uh but yeah with that being said though we thank you guys still yet again for being on this journey with us we are going to continue to have these weird hard conversations (laughs) about what dating looks like what relationships look like what being single looks like and all of that and so we just thank you guys so much for being on this journey with us um right cal (laughs) I agree with all that you just said. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, with that being said, thank you for joining us on episode number two. And Kelly, I will talk to you later. All right. Can't wait for number three. All right. Bye. All right, friends, we thank you for being on this journey with us. If you like what you hear, you can always rate, subscribe, and share our podcast. We love you. We support you. And until next time, remember, singleness is not toxic.